Mel Yummy Mummy Geriatric Mum? How the f*** did that happen? Hi, I'm Sally Wallace and welcome to my podcast, Adventures of a Geriatric Mum. Okay, I know what you're thinking. Why the name? Well, it's a label that I've been slapped with recently, so I've decided to embrace it. But don't worry, it's not all sore nips and stretch marks from here onwards. As a former radio presenter, public speaker, and someone who's a huge advocate of keeping banter alive, each week I'll be sharing life observations with a twist, random questions, subject matters that'll blow your mind, like, do we really eat spiders in our sleep? Am I the only woman who walks around with crystals in her bra? And... Why is it that my husband's clothes and socks are so much more comfortable than my own? All gripping stuff. Find me on Instagram and Facebook at Adventures of a Geriatric Mum. Something has brought you here today, and I think it's because we're on the same vibration station. Thank you so much for having a listen. I really hope you enjoy it. Ah, yes. Hello and welcome to Adventures of a Geriatric Mum. Oh, do you know what? I was, was going to try and be all funny and quite, you know, posh and actually I just end up sounding like a complete dick. But I really do want to welcome you. And hello, let me introduce myself. My name is Sally. This is my podcast. It is called Adventures of a Geriatric Mum. So thank you uh, for stopping by today. I hope that you're having a wonderful day, afternoon, evening, night shift, wherever you are at the moment. Oh, the night shift. Um yeah, night shifts. Oh, I tell you what, my mum used to be, old Sandra, my mother, she was a, a nurse for a long time. And it was like the worst thing ever when my mum was on night duty. Because obviously we were young, uh, childish, immature, and we used to like to go down the stairs in a pillowcase or maybe put the mattress on the stairs at the time. You know where it's at. If you know, you know, one of those ones. Hashtag um, IFY. Yeah, it, I get it. It takes me fucking ages to do that. So um, yeah, night shift. My mum was a nightmare working night shift. But you know, what? I actually did a few night shifts myself uh, when I worked at Tesco's. Oh my God, this is like over 20 years ago. This is when Tesco's first went 24 hours and it was like, what the hell has just happened? All of a sudden we can shop in the middle of the night. I don't know what I want, but I'm going. And it was one of those kind of things. Um, and you'd get people that would just turn up at like three o'clock in the morning doing a big shop in the nighting. Now, nowadays, it's quite cool. You can go out in your pajamas and it's like, oh, look at that hip, trendy, uh, zero fucks given mum in her jammies and her Ugg boots. Wow, she looks the shit. But back then, you went out in your nighty, be like, what the fuck is wrong with that person? It was it was very questionable. It was almost like somebody needed to come and hold your hand whilst you were walking around. It's like, she's in a fucking nighty. Yeah, it was one of those like whispering things like that, like a bit of concern as well. But it was... um. It was quite good fun, actually. Used to, I love people watching. I absolutely love people watching. So yeah, when I when I pulled a couple of night shifts at Tesco's, yeah, it was, it was just like, what the fuck are they doing in here? Why? Yeah, I love asking those questions. What do they do for a living? Why are they here? Why are they sniffing those apples so closely to their nose? <laughs> Have you ever seen that? Have you ever seen people do that? Okay, next time you're in the fruit aisle, watch people pick up apples and go... And then just think if you've not washed that beforehand, some poor old buggers put the snots on your apple. Yeah, anyway, this is a completely different story that I don't want to go down that way. But anyway, yeah, so if whatever you're up to today, night shifting it, morning it, school run, hello and welcome. Welcome, welcome. I'm having a, I'm, I'm having a good week, actually. It's okay. Um, I'm a bit all over the place at the moment with posting my, my episodes because our internet is, well, 
uh, I was going to try and be professional. Like, it's shit. It's fucked. It's fucked. I don't know why I'm waffling. It's just fucked. It's obscene. We've had nothing but problems with our internet. It's almost as bad as dial-up. I mean, do you remember dial-up internet where you'd have to go, somebody got the fucking phone. I'm trying to get on the internet. Um, it's that bad. So I'm trying to get on Messenger. I think I might, um, I, my, um, my messenger was like muff kitten or something like that. I'm like, oh, OMG, let's get in a chat room. Yeah, whilst my dad's trying to crack a deal, I can do a business call uh, on the in the other room. <laughs> oh, fucking internet. That's how bad it's been here at the moment. You can't have Netflix on and go shopping online at H&M. It's just fucked. So we're waiting for an engineer to come out, but it's been so bad to the point where, you know, you have, because uh, we live in the middle of nowhere. So the 4G's shit as well. So I've actually had to go to uh, like Pretz and Costa just to do online shopping. So I've actually gone out shopping to do online shopping. It's been that bad. So hopefully, fingers crossed, touch wood, somebody should be out within the next two days to come and fix it, whatever's gone on. But it's uh, it's amazing how reliant you are on the internet. I mean, I'm in the process of trying to uh, start some new projects at home. No. And so then I go on this whole fucking spiral about, oh, God, Sally, you're so fucking lazy. And then I beat myself up and it's like, that's just to do with the fucking internet. Give yourself a break, girlfriend. So yeah, it's been, it's, uh, it's been the catalyst of a number of tantrums that I've thrown this week. The fact that the internet isn't working. And it's crazy, isn't it? How many tantrums you can actually throw because of the fucking internet, because it literally just knocks everybody out. But it's, yeah, it's a crazy world that we live in. So Elon Musk can actually get us to Mars, but I can't even shop online for a new pair of boots on H&M. <laughs> oh shit, I'm just not my fingers. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm just hoping that it gets rectified this week. Otherwise, I'm going to turn into one fat knacker because every time I go into prep, I end up getting myself either an almond croissant or a spelt cookie, thinking that the spelt cookie is actually low fat and zero calories just because it's made with fucking spelt flour. <laughs> I think we all do that, don't we? I'll have a gluten-free biscuit, please. Mm, gluten-free? Free? <laughs> Must be just air. <laughs> Why are my knickers going on? So, yeah, it's... um. God, it's fucking crazy, isn't it, how our little mind accepts things sometimes. And we're like, oh, that must be fine. That's just like eating a little bit of cardboard. Delicious. Mm, I'll have two. Uh, yeah, so that's where we're at the moment with the Wi-Fi. And it's um, somebody said to me that technology has been affected by the position of the Earth at the moment. And I don't know which one's going into retrograde. I'm not that astrological. Um, I find it very interesting and fascinating, but I, I don't know the terminology to use. So apparently technology everywhere has been affected at the moment anyway. Um, I'd love to be able to shed a little bit more light on that but I can't because I don't know <laughs> I've literally just listened into a conversation somewhere on a very poor reception of Instagram and I thought oh that might be have something to do with the fact that I, I can't get any fucking clothes so yeah that's where we're at at the moment technology's fucked and the wi-fi's down and the thunderstorms oh my god so literally within the space of a few weeks we've gone from sweltering heat in the UK which if you don't live in the UK is a bit abnormal okay so it's like what the hell um it's been really, really hot to the point where my grass is scorched in my garden. Yeah, I not. I don't, don't worry, I don't have a grow on somewhere. But I, I like to really care and tend to my lawns. Um, and they, they, yeah, they look like they've been murdered. They look a bit like the beginning of Muriel's wedding where Muriel's mum sets fire to the garden. <laughs> that's my lawn at the minute. So yeah, that's slightly embarrassing because the neighbour's got a lovely bush and lawn. And um, yeah, we've gone from sweltering heat to crazy ass thunderstorms which don't bother me I find them fascinating I love thunderstorms I love the lightning I love the noise the rain's just been fabulous because it's not being very cold it's been lovely weather 
But unfortunately, it affects one of our Jack Russells pretty badly. And she's old as it is anyway, honey. So she's 13. And when they say shaking like a shitting dog, yeah, that's honey. It's bad. It's really bad. But you can't do anything to settle her we've tried to it's the same with fireworks i don't know if you've got pets um but but fireworks are exactly the same for honey it's it's just a horrible experience so this is what we've done obviously we've had it for 13 years so we've done an awful lot we've got one of those it's like a thunder jacket i've tried that we've tried putting the scarf around her in a crisscross shape across her chest to help her feel supported no we bought her a little den like a teepee that didn't work uh we've sedated her to the point where uh, well, I just felt awful and she was sick. So we never went down that route again. Then we bought some herbal remedy stuff and I went to sleep, but she didn't. <laughs> it was it was like this spray, spray for dogs and the canine world. And it, I was going, like, you know, one of those things that you walk past or it's on a timer and it was going pss, pss, like this all the time. And I was like, fuck it, I am off my tits. I'm like, I went to sleep and Scott said I was fast asleep and the honey's next to me going, <laughs> I'll literally going under. Uh, so yeah, obviously we stopped doing that. Oh, I can't tell you how much we've tried music. We've tried that. We've tried hot water, but everything. You can imagine. She's, she's my best buddy. Um, but do you know the best thing that we have actually come to terms with the fact you just have to leave her to it. So she'll sometimes go and dig up a carpet under the stairs, which is fine. It's under the fucking stairs. That's fine. So she'll sometimes go scratch the carpet. But she's found a... She used to... In her old house, she'd go under the bed in the back room. She could perfectly fit under the bed in the back room and she'd be fine in there. But we sold the bloody bed with the house. And we don't have a bed that she can go under in this house. Um, so she's found a little space at, um, in the kitchen under a chair, which has got a blanket over it. And she fits under there perfectly. So luckily... She's been hiding away nicely, but it is, it's it's horrible to see her struggle, really horrible. And I guarantee that if you've got a dog or a cat that's absolutely petrified to thunderstorms, you can totally sympathize. Roman, my son, he was hanging out the back door yesterday watching all the lightning, the thunder, and he was like, ooh. So, and I don't want him to be scared of stuff like this because... I I find it amazing um, and it's it is fascinating and so I've just sort of kind of didn't really want him taking too much notice of the dog and just enjoy the light show to be fair because <laughs> it was it was pretty good anyway apart from that everything's all right apart from the fact I've got no wi-fi the thunderstorms are happening the garden's getting watered oh I'll tell you what else we've done this week which has been fantastic um we went to Blackpool Illuminations now if you don't live in the north of England you might be thinking what the fuck is that so let me just give you a little bit of a, a history lesson. Do you know what? I'm not going to be a boring arsehole, I can assure you. But uh, Blackpool Illumination. So Blackpool was the, oh, do you know what? It's such a shame. It is such a fucking shame, right? Because years ago, Blackpool was the place to go on holiday. In the UK, before you could get like budget holidays, um, sit on CFAX all day and then book yourself a holiday, you used to go to Blackpool. And that's where a lot of Brits went on holiday. And this is like um, in the 1950s, like 60s, even way before then as well. Way, way before then. Um, people would always go to Blackpool. It'd be like a big pilgrimage off to Blackpool. And there was huge amounts of entertainers there. Um, like Cannon and Ball, I believe, I think they've just actually revealed um, a bronze statue I think, of Bobby Ball in Living St. Anne's, which is just south of Blackpool. But yeah, Les Dawson, all the big, big entertainers uh, would perform in Blackpool. 
Um, and then it's just, I suppose, because you could go on cheap holidays and you could go to the sun and everything. It's obviously just slowly but surely just deteriorated. And then, of course, with COVID, it just decimated it. Uh, but every year they do Blackpool Illuminations and they do it before Christmas where you, you can go along the promenade. And there's just lights everywhere. And the Blackpool Tower, which has had millions invested into it recently. I love the I love Blackpool Tower, by the way. Uh, it all lights up. The whole thing's like, lit, you know, lit up. Now, Roman, my son, is on it for sensory. He absolutely loves lights, anything he can touch, anything he can get hold of, different sort of textures, anything. Yeah, he's on it. He's really, really on it. So we planned it perfectly on a Saturday where I said, right, let's have that. He's only three. Let's try and get him to have a good hour's nap during the day get him bath, get him in his pyjamas and then drive up. It's about, it takes about an hour and a half to get to Blackpool. But it's my husband's hometown as well. So Scott knows all the back routes to get there uh, when you get to the actual, the, the actual town. And um, we've got a convertible. So it was amazing weather. So it was nice and dry for the night. Put the roof back. Roman sat in the back seat and it was just the most wonderful thing to see. He was just in awe of it all. And you've got loads of like, the trams are all lit up and everything. And it's so, it was so lovely to see because I put it on my social media, on my private social media. And I actually, do you know, I'm going to post it on the Adventures of a Geriatric Mum page as well. Um, The amount of people who are embracing Blackpool again is just beautiful because it's such a shame it was such a hub i mean they've got um, a theater there called winter gardens if funny girls have you ever heard of funny girls betty legs diamond all these amazing acts that come from blackpool and you can really tell that they're starting to pump more money into it and the only way that you're going to keep this sort of heritage in the uk is if people keep going and keep going and keep showing their kids and you know and like our generation now, Scott and I, we're like, do you know what? We've got to do this every year. We've got to do this every year because it's just, uh, we, there's a, the, you, as you go along the promenade and you, you're in your car, you can either get out and walk or you can just stay in your car and just go up and down the promenade in your car. And then because it's so jammed, I was jumping out of the car and buying all these little lights that you can get. Uh, so Roman got like a spinny light and then he got a lightsaber. Oh, I know I went a bit crazy, but oh my God, he loved it. He just absolutely loved it. Um, and like they've they've got this like little uh, stall where you can give donations and you're just giving money basically to mean that they can do it every year so they can get these illuminations every year and keep pumping money into this area that's that has unfortunately just become I suppose just uh, a, a bit a bit derelict but I saying that when we were driving along Scott was like bloody hell that's new that's new they've got a massive sea life center on the front now as well obviously they've got Blackpool Pleasure Beach. Uh, which is where all the roller coaster is. And they've um, really pumped loads of money into the promenade as well. So it is it's definitely a place to take your kids. Now, at one point, it was like um, quite adult central and it was like a big party town and you'd get lots of stag do's and hen do's there. But now you can tell there's more and more families. The amount of people that, you know, when you're going out when you push chair and your baby falls asleep in it and you've just got a kid asleep in a buggy and you're just pushing it. It's just mint. It's, it was, honestly, it was brilliant. And it was so, so lovely. It's, uh, it's something that we oh my god we moved away from the north when i was five so we never really did it but i know that my cousins who stayed in the north of england they used to go to the illuminations all the time so for us now scott and i to do this with roman is yeah just a little bit of our childhood that we're passing on to him and there's things that you'll do there's things that you'll probably do if you don't live in the north there's things that you might do where you'll just pass a little bit of i don't know like a bit of your history a bit of your like old school I don't know, something that you used to do. And then you think, do you know what? I'm going to do that with my kids. Like, it's like a movie that you come across. Like, I can't wait for Roman to be old enough to watch Labyrinth. I know that sounds a bit weird. <laughs> 
want to, but I really just want to sit with him and watch Labyrinth. <laughs> he might be a bit freaked out by it um, because obviously there's weird puppets in it and everything. I was never a fan of Never Ending Story. A Labyrinth was always the one for me. But even Harry Potter. I'd love, I mean, God, Harry Potter's like 20 years old now. It doesn't even feel like it, does it? But obviously it bloody is. But, you know, if you, if you can sit down and watch Harry Potter with me, that would be amazing. Just So these little things, whether it's watching a movie or doing something that you did as a kid, yeah, I'm quite, I'm really, really quite glad that we did it. Of course, he was asleep in the car on the way home, which is fine. Oh, I'll tell you what I did do, like the best ninja mum move ever. I managed to get him out of the car. Oh, shit. Hang on a minute. It's just, <laughs> he's not going to believe this. Right, it's just started raining and I've just put my sheets on the line. Stay there. <sighs> Sorry about that. Goodness me, I've made it back in though. You will probably hear the rain in the background. Um and the thunder oh my god right so this is what's happened this morning i've washed our bed sheets i love bed sheets on the line and it's been a really nice day today it's not been like too sunny but it's been nice and windy so i thought Oof, do you know what get your bed sheets out and love so um i've washed the bed sheets on a hot wash chucked them on the line they're all dried so it's great and then i could just see the rain starting and the dark, the the sky went really, really dark very quickly. And I thought, oh my god, we're going to have a thunderstorm again. So I've rushed out, brought all the bed sheets in. They're fine. And as I come back into my little office here and sat down, the heavens have opened, um, and the um, yeah, the sky's like a Harry Potter sky outside. Like nee, 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 nee. it's really dark. It's gone really dark in the middle of the day. It's very strange. Very, very strange. Um, but where was I? Ninja Mum. That's it. I managed to get Roman out of the back of the car, upstairs to his bedroom, change his nappy, change his pyjamas, get him all ready for bed, fast asleep. He didn't even wake up. He was that knackered. So it was a lovely evening. It was great. If you've never been to Blackpool Illuminations, I highly recommend it. And to be honest with you, there's loads of little hotels. They've really revamped a lot of the hotels as well. And a lot of the hotels have cabaret acts on too. So it is so family orientated now. It's great. And you've got so much to do there. It's unbelievable. Um, it's sugar overload, like get yourself a load of rock, candy, floss, cake, fish and chips, everything. You just absolutely, you could hammer food quite easily. Um, uh, but it was lovely to be able to, I just, I'd love it because it's a, it's a piece of English heritage from our generations and our, my grandmother generation. So, um, just to shine a bit of light as to why I love it so much is my grandmother and my granddad so my grandma and granddad which is my mum's mum and dad my grandmother only passed away a couple of years ago and my granddad died 15 16 years ago and his ashes have been waiting for her at the funeral directors and my my grandma said to the funeral director make sure you keep him don't don't get rid of him so he's been sat on the top shelf waiting for my grandma and so when she passed away well, we basically, unfortunately, we weren't able to make it because we were on holiday at the time, uh, my husband and I and Roman. But the rest of my family on my mum's side went to Blackpool. Yeah, that's the thunderstorm. Oh my gosh, you hear the fucking house shake. <laughs> yeah, that's big. <laughs> that's my granny. Stop talking about me, you little shit. <laughs> She was fucking ace, my grandma, but if you've met my mum, Sandra, yeah, it's her mum. So uh, my family made a ship on out of the sand on Blackpool 
pleasure beach on the actual beach and then poured the ashes into the ship uh, that was made out of sand and then as the tide came in the ship was there and it looked like it was sailing out to sea so they actually made it and pointed the ship in the direction of Barbados because that was their favorite place they used to go on holiday my grandparents they used to go to Barbados and um yeah it's beautiful so it's like a piece of it was really lovely to be back there I was, I was really not not emotional but I was it was just really nice and heartwarming and I thought you know what? I'm going to do this every year with Roman Scott loves it because it's where he was born and it's you know, <laughs> my god when we were driving around he was going see that place there that used to be the best place to go and pick up women. I was like, okay, darling, I really don't think we should be telling Roman this. He goes, I'm not telling Roman, I'm just telling you. <laughs> all right, okay, thanks for that. <laughs> he goes, you used to get all the girls come there, all like proper, like older, because I'm older than my husband. So the older women thing is like a constant joke in our house. Like, apparently I'm like ancient compared to him. I'm not, I'm like two, three years or something like that. It's not that bad. But yeah, it was... Um, he was able to relive his youth as well, um, showing me all the places that he used to go. But like I said, at the same time, it's a really, it's um, it's very poignant in our family because that's where my granny and granddad's ashes were uh, scattered on the beach. And it, yeah, it's great. Honestly, it's just the most beautiful slice of English heritage that we definitely want to keep supporting um, because it's it, these things are really special. They're really, really special. Um, and the buildings there are incredible. They're absolutely incredible. Anyway, enough about that. I could honestly talk about Blackpool all day because we had yeah <laughs> this thunderstorm is insane but it's really quite magical to be honest with you it's so dark right now it's unbelievable and I can't be asked to get up and turn the light on so it's quite nice um so yeah it was just a really really nice time oh I tell you what if you listen to an episode a uh probably a couple of weeks ago now I did it's called self-care with a smear and I've had a lot of people message me and ask me what's happened. So I got the results back um, actually just earlier this week and I'm okay. I'm okay. So uh, I really recommend that you listen to that episode because don't get me wrong, I'm not a professional. I'm not talking about any statistics or anything like that. I'm just talking about the fact that I'm a normal woman who went for a smear test 18 months ago and had signs of HPV. And then all of a sudden I've gone again in 18 months and I've got high risk, like high, high risk to the point where they've got me in for an emergency colposcopy. I've had to have a biopsy taken um which was brutal and that takes a while to heal uh but everything's come back clear and i'm okay to the point where i can go cold water swimming again so i've messaged the girls today and fingers crossed touch wood we're going to get back in that water very soon because obviously the temperature is dropping now so it means i've got to challenge myself a bit more um which is what I need, really. So it's, yeah, it's really what I need. But if you've not listened to that episode, I certainly do recommend it. And I have to say thank you. Thank you for the ladies that have messaged me who have also been through a colposcopy, um, who also listened to that episode and thought, do you know what? I've not had a smear for a long time and then went and booked it because that's exactly the reason why I spoke about that because I was no way going to share that information because I was a bit, I was scared. I was, I've been, honestly, it's been like nearly four or five weeks I'm just shitting my pants because I, I'd like to have another baby. Um, I've got to hold off on that. So I'm not allowed to have, uh, we're not allowed, to, well, we have to go through IVF anyway. So that's not going to happen until next year now. So I've got to go for another smear in about six months time, get everything checked up on that one. And then if that's all good, then we can go for our third, fourth round of IVF. So um yeah, that's exactly what I'm looking forward to. So at the moment, I'm trying to start a few other projects because otherwise I will be um, 
uh, yeah, I'm, I'm getting frustrated. I'm going, and I, I beat myself up a lot about this as well, which is silly and, and I shouldn't do. But do you know what? When you're a woman and you think to yourself, God, I've got all the facilities there to be able to have a baby, and for some reason I, I can't. Uh, it is, it is pretty soul destroying sometimes when you have those moments where you, you know, you obviously now it's got to be put on hold, and uh, my clock is ticking. So I'm 44. I'm going to be 45 next year, um, but I'm going to stop fucking clock watching because it's just not healthy. It's not healthy at all. I mean, I I know for a fact I feel better and I look better now than what I did, my God, you know, 20 years ago. So um, yeah, it's uh, it's just one of those things. That I just If you are in that position at the moment where you find yourself clock watching or you feel like, shit, 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 I've left it too late. I just want you to know that you're not on your own. Just make sure that you go and get yourself checked out though. So have a listen to, I can't remember what number episode it is, but yeah, thanks for everybody who messaged me about it as well. I, I really appreciate the messages. Right, I am going to make sure that my dog's okay because I'm sure that she's probably having a full fucking meltdown in the other room at the moment uh, to the point where she may even chew the kitchen's pieces, <laughs> which is not good. Um, and I need to make sure that she's Oh, to be fair, she's an old fucker and I don't want to have a heart attack if I'm being dead on it. I really don't. <laughs> so I need to go and make sure that she's okay in the other room. She's so cute. Right. Have a fantastic week. I really want to say thank you for listening to this podcast and thank you for sharing it as well. I've had some wonderful friends that have been sharing my episodes with their friends and I've got some great new followers on Instagram. If you are on Instagram, give us a follow. It's at Adventures of a Geriatric Mum. Same on Facebook as well. And if you would like to be a guest speaker, if you've got a story to share, something that's going to inspire other women whether it be a story of how you um, went through a fertility challenge as well how you overcame it maybe you've hit success in your life and it's something that you can inspire other people with and you've overcome adversity one thing that we don't do enough of is we don't champion women at our level our level women that are listening to this right now women that are making shit happen at home just because you're not a celebrity and you're not an influencer does not mean that you do not count of course you do so yeah reach reach out oh i said it's so relaxed as well reach out i actually said it like it was normal and that i really enjoyed saying it oh, reach out reach out and touch me oh no don't touch me for fuck's sake i have to get the hand sanitizer out no many joking i'm a hugger thanks very much for that i'm i always give somebody a big hug and a kiss regardless covid kisses i like to call them <laughs> come in for some more right at adventures of a geriatric mum you take care now and i'll see you very soon thank you so much for taking a listen to my podcast find me on instagram and facebook at adventures of a geriatric mum where there's a link to the podcast that you can share with all your friends after all sharing is caring and you and i are best friends now